Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, and thanks to Sheen Panel Repairs, one three hundred repair. It's Hump Day with Scotty and Swatty, and quite frankly, <laughs> the word debacle <laughs> just hasn't been used enough since we started. Hello in Perth, Dane Swan. How are we going, guys? Scotty, how are we? What day is it over there, please? It's nearly Wednesday, but, it, but I'm sure it is somewhere in the world. I'm not sure it's no Scotty doubt. that's here in the studio with me, though. I have no idea what day it is. I'm not in a good way. What happened, Scott? I, well, things got a bit big on me last night, Dane. And they got away from me. They. And, it um, happens to the best of us. It does. It does. And uh, I am paying a horrible price this morning. <laughs> Um, you might you, have to front the leadership group. <laughs> you know what? The leadership group, if they called me in today, I'd walk in and go, you can all go and get fucked. I don't care what you have to say to me. I don't care. Bye-bye. I'm going back to bed. I'm really sorry I'm in this, Nick. So about right now, yes. before I get Dave to just grill you, about right now, do you, <sighs> do you wish you were a Leave Early Melbourne supporter? I wish right now I had a hole punch <laughs> and that would get me out of here. So you gave me an option of either being here right now, and this is one of the highlights of my week. This hour with you two, three nims, put you in there too, is one of the highlights of my week. Right now, if you gave me a hole punch and said, put it through your ball bag, I'd take it and go. <laughs> well, there you go. Did yeah. you see this coming, Dane? No. Well, well, I knew he had a big week because um, I was made sure he's all right because um, he did get fat shamed on a Qantas flight, didn't you? <laughs> So, hey, hey, it was my exit co- row. Is this a coping mechanism? <laughs> it was my exit row, and I deserved it. And just because nasty, nasty flight attendant said, sorry, you're too fat to sit in an exit row. That's not true, ladies and gentlemen. Just so you know, there was a gentleman who uh, is complaining, and he's... So it wasn't you? Wasn't, no, it wasn't me. Like it did, did look like you. <laughs> so, but, like me. Uh, um, I oh, did, okay. Uh, so, no, um, no. so I, I was I was happy. That happened nothing on the Thursday and on the Friday, I flew to Sydney and uh, got my exit row and enjoyed it. Didn't get asked that, to move. Um, Didn't get asked to move because I was an obstruction. So, so you did have a well. <laughs> Hang on, sorry, Dave. Oh, sorry. He's had to back away from the microphone. <laughs> to burp. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so What did you do last? What did you do last night? I don't. You talk. I don't want to talk. Well, you want. I got a FaceTime from you at one thirty in the morning. I was sound asleep, but what was that? You face, man, can't you, mate, you don't even fucking ring me, let alone FaceTime me. It's the first FaceTime I've ever had from you. Hey, FaceTime blokes. What are you doing? Who would you FaceTime a bloke for? Did I really? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you did. Promise you. Yeah, unless there's another camo on my phone. But um, oh, I had one, one nine, well, it's a, it was 11.19 a.m. here, but it was Pierce, I FaceTimed you. I FaceTimed my big mate yeah. Andrew Nemi at two minutes after I didn't get to speak to you. And then I FaceTimed... <laughs> A great mate of mine, Mark Millington, who's a magistrate in Perth. <laughs> That's probably, well, maybe that was preemptive. Maybe some, I'll yeah. probably come and see you soon. Uh, we're not booked in, but I'll come, I'll be seeing you. Ah, uh, so Mill, I'm sorry to Millie, I'm sorry to Neems, and uh, to you, brother. Oh, this yeah, is right, why mate. you need an interlock for your phone. Mate, absolutely. Mate, absolutely. It'd be a great idea. But speaking of it, I've actually come to learn to love my interlock because... <laughs> Because um, you can't get anywhere without it. Well, <laughs> yeah, just it's just because when you're having a bad day, you go in and blow it, and it gives you a little win. Well, you blow zero zero, and you start your car, and just just gives you a little win to start the day. Lost the wins. Exactly. Um, so I brushed your call, and um, you weren't the only call I brushed this week. But I guess we'll get into that oh. whenever we want. Yeah. But, oh. Um, who else? Oh yeah. Who, who else have you brushed? Well, well we've got a guest coming in. I probably should have told what? you. I'm not needing Nick for a guest. A female guest? <laughs> oh, shit, who? Does she want to talk about stuff that we've been talking about? No. no Swanee sent me a task last night. Which was? This was the last <laughs> time I remember speaking to him or texting him. He sent me a task, yep. which was to investigate the meaning of another... Jeez, our mm. listeners are fucking weird, I tell yeah. you right now. Yeah, we've we've <laughs> um, opened a real sort of sicko box, haven't we? Yeah, we have. And um, yeah. they've, they've well, sent me a text saying, I don't want to see what this is. <laughs> Scotty, can you look it up? And I, wanted, I, I wanted to find out live on air because I actually, I actually clicked on one on the tweet that Ralphie sent out about ask, you know, ask the questions and, or whatever that tweet is. And I was like, oh, I don't usually look at them. I was like, no, fuck it. I'll click on it and just see yeah. you know, what questions are actually being asked and if, um, if Ralphie's like, you know, um, sorting them out, or is he's asking us every question, or only the ones that he likes? But there was one popped up. Yeah, he's pretty selective. Yeah, there was one. There was there was one popped up which I was quite inquisitive about. But I said, "Come on, you can um, look it up, and you can let me know live on air." And what was it? It was called. It was um old mate. So I wrote it down. It was like what a blumpkin is. <laughs> Nibs. You know, I actually don't know. He hasn't put his head under the desk. Do you it, know what a blumpkin is? It must be bad if Nibs No, no, know. it's not that bad. That's why he doesn't know. Well, it's not awesome. But it's, it's not awesome. Not, it's, <laughs> um, well, hang on. Listen. <laughs> it's, it's a blumpkin. Is, um, while well, you're receiving um, oral pleasure, and the recipient is on the toot. So <laughs> right, so it's just what it's basically what's <laughs> happened is right. Basically, what happens is your missus is on the toilet. You walk in and go, "Hey, <laughs> please, just <laughs> and just and just try and be real, real opportunistic, goal sneak type of stuff." <laughs> There's a reason I leave these things for the end of the show. <laughs> we might have no, no, no. cut and paste. No, no, no. If, just, if we get five, yeah. four, three, no, no, two, no, Ralphie, we've never cut a so piece sweaty. of thing here. Uh, so. Yeah. Come on, so That's you're telling me, so so you're telling me 
You, I, I'm ready to go from the Perth GO. And 8.57 a.m., you text me. Oh, I'm it. downstairs on the can. Oh, not sh- quite ready. Sorry. Are you telling me you were getting a blumpkin? <laughs> you know what I'm telling you right now. What? Are you blumpkin? Oh, you know I'm starting to agree with the girls. Tastes fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to understand their problem. <laughs> Ralph, how much did you miss Crawford, Eddie? <laughs> hey, um, you know what? Well, every chance I'm not hungover. No. I'm still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out. I'll see you how's, later. How's your trifecta of torture been, Dave? Because, you know, you've been, you've been doing it tough. Uh, Greensboro, Stall, Perth. That's a lot of, lot of work. Oh, mate, I'm a man of the people. Um, <laughs> Go through those. Yeah, so Greensboro. Greensboro. Stall. 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 I was for me manager. You belong um, in Stall because you are a gift. The only time, yeah, I was at Pickers Old Footy Club. The only time he ever rings me is when he needs something. He needed me to go up there. He didn't really, he didn't tell me that it was a three-hour drive either, just quietly. You didn't know where Stall was? <laughs> Does anyone? Well, I've got here, uh, store president Tim Williams said, Swan provided great entertainment for a large crowd in attendance, uh, making for a successful event. He's a pretty funny guy. And there's some <laughs> se- interesting stories to tell. Well, That's from the Stall Times guy. News. That's what I do. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it was, it was all right. It was fun. I, oh, that was on the Saturday, so I drove up and back in the day. And then I'm um, over in Perth now. So, What are you doing uh, in doing my hometown? Best... Pardon? None what of your business. <laughs> well, it's all find out about it. <laughs> my hometown. No, nah, just the... Some of my best mate, just uh, doing some shows with um, Ronnie Adams down at Ultimate Promotions. Oh, so, yeah, Ronnie, just, um, great man, Ronnie. Yeah, um, how yeah. many shows? Um, well, how long are you there for? I mean, I get the red eye next Sunday. Hang on, so hang, 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 hang on a second. Hello. Back up the truck a little bit. When did you get there? Yes, well, Wednesday somewhere. It was a, it's a Wednesday somewhere in the world. It's not. Um, no, nah, uh, yesterday, Sunday. Caught, Sunday got all the eight AM flight over. Yeah, so, going down the so eight a.m. on Sunday morning, you caught a flight to Perth. Lands at ten a.m. or ten past ten. Yeah, and that means you went straight to a gig. And, yeah, and um, you are there all week. Yeah, until what Sunday? Red Eye Sunday morning. Uh, Red Eye Sunday, yeah, Sunday night, yeah, in Monday morning. I'm tipping. About fifty, about to jump into your skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. About <laughs> fifty, I reckon at least fifty. There's no way, he's love, he, no way you're there for, for seven for days. He does this for love, mum. Yeah, I'm doing it for. I'm a man of the people. The people, the great people of Perth. Yeah, they are great. Don't people. get to you know they don't get to to see many of the greats from eastern eastern suburbs, so eastern states. So um, I thought I'd come over and just man, I had nothing to do. Lighten their so world. I thought I'd pop over. And, we're going down the, the Pilbara, whatever. I don't know where the you're fuck going, that is, well, that, but that's that, where we're going. Well, if, if you're going down to the Pilbara, it means you're in Darwin. Um, <laughs> you're going up to the Pilbara, mate. All right. So we're going Caratha, uh-huh. Port Hedland. Port Hedland, Rovers, Newman. yeah. I think. Hey, uh, um, hey, good luck. Yeah, we're going to Newman, yep. Yeah, Newman. Ningaloo. And, and Karachi. Yep, Karatha, yep, yep. Ningaloo's not the Pilbara. Surely not. Onslow. Anyway. We'll see. We'll see if any of the Collingwood supporters actually listen to this. If, if they can come come up and um, say oh, thanks for mentioning us. If they don't, well, then they're going to get the worst show they've had. <laughs> hey, you love you loving up there. Quality people, salt of the earth, and uh, just watch out for the blokes in the high vis who are just coming off a twenty eight day no shower shift. And uh, <laughs> I think that my showers are provided. They just don't sure. fucking use them, Ralph. Um, What's the best part be no of the No bumpkins up there. That's for sure. Wow. Give, us, give us your Brownlow WA, Scotty. 
Oh, my my three votes go straight to yelling up, which is right. a long way south of the Pilbara. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, let me in close. Yelling up Mount River region. Yep. So that gets three votes. Um, two votes would be maybe a Coral Bay type area. Which is where? Uh, north, again, about yeah. halfway to, well, about 12 hours. Where's Ningaloo? Hours. Is that? Uh, Ningaloo. Yeah. Isn't that the... Great, the, it's up the, there somewhere. The barrier reef type looking area. It's where you go WA. swimming with wild Ningaloo. Well, let me check. I mean, I don't know Ningaloo. Your old coach the said Ningaloo it was reef. the most beautiful part of WA. Um, and then you'd probably throw, well, I was going to say Broome, but I reckon Broome's heavily overrated. Right. It's heavily overrated, but yeah, somewhere about the mid coast there. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Coral Bay, Exmouth. You know, that sort of area there where it's just spectacular. And you can go there in July and it's 28 degrees. That's right. Beautiful. So, Dane, yesterday I met the footy at the G watching the Ds. And how long were you there? Yeah, how long? Not long. How long were you there for? Because that was done at quarter time. I get a couple of little pings on my phone. which They signals, stink, the Ds, don't they? They're fucking putrid. <laughs> which signals that we get a stubby holder sale. And I thought, that's nice. People are starting to buy it on a Sunday afternoon. But it was because of this tweet that you sent out. I'd rather have cold hands than use our Scotty and Swatty horrendous stubby holders. <laughs> what is wrong Please with stop production, Ralph. What is wrong with you? You prompted people to buy. Oh, well, no, I didn't. I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to delete that tweet fucking immediately. <laughs> right. Have you got any Have you got any there to sign for Camo? Nope. Nope. Oh, I I I the one time I'm not name. there, the one time I'm not there, you got nothing to sign. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I'm thinking about actually doing... The um, podcast every week from here, so I don't have to sign any fucking shit garbage that we have to oh, sell. So my why, question mate, to both why? of you, my question to both of you, so I understand why if your name's Swatty or Scotty, you're not going to walk around with a Scotty or Swatty stubby holder. But here's my question to both of you. Which former teammates would be more than happy to display their own memorabilia <laughs> with them? Oh. Mate. Yeah. Would they Would they put their memorabilia in their house? Would they, would they be happy to have their own stubby holder? Um... Oh, I'm doing some stuff with Glenn Jackovich at the moment. He's not hes not a bad one, let me tell you. Can self-promote? Are you doing oh. stuff with Jacko? Yeah, with, with wow. the best of them. What's it like being the smartest bloke in the room? <laughs> bloke You're thinks he's amphibious. It doesn't happen often, let me tell you. He thinks he's amphibious because he can use the left and right side of his body. <laughs> Fair to go. Oh, enjoy that. Jack, um, yeah, Jack, uh, there you go. Jacko's number one. Bang. That's a yeah. perfect answer to that. Um, you know, with the stubby holders, Braden... Cox, who um, I think he produces the Jock and Journo podcast. He oh, how, many, wrote, how many times can we plug that? Yeah, show? sorry about that. He wrote back. He wrote to me: "Stubby holders aren't for keeping your hands warm, but for keeping your beer cold." Now that's surely not true. That can't be true, can it? It's got to work his brain. I'm not up for that. It's funny. Mate, oh I, can't, my. I can't work. That can't be. That's just melted my brain if that's fucking true. <laughs> it's just a win-win or yeah, it's a win for the hand yeah. and a win for the beer. You, I'm going to have to get the Koala Union onto that and see what they think. Oh, now, can I just rewind a bit there? Did you did you just promote the, the podcast a week after telling me never to retweet anything about them? Well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You, can't, you can't even get a like from Pendles. I'm he behind just, here. Can't even get a like from his, on his, on anything that we promote there. Show you can't even get a yeah. like. So, you know, off your off your trot. Do you think we but, cross over at a few topics? Well, I think we yeah probably because we're direct competitors and we speak about the same thing. <laughs> uh, Swanee, um, let's just cross into Jock and Juno territory right now. Did you have some chicken last night and how much did it weigh? Did you weigh <laughs> your chicken before you ate it? 
<laughs> was it boiled? Uh, yeah, no, nah, I did. I had to chase the fucker for a while, but <laughs> yeah. I finally got oh, him. Good exercise, good, good, yeah. good. And then yeah. you weigh no more than 150 grams. Yeah, no, I'm sure you did. What about this message I just got from your wife? <laughs> what do you reckon my answer is? What's the question? Get, get me the whole punch again, Go real on. quickly. Do you want to come to Avengers at 12.20 at Crown? <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Scott? Hole punch. <laughs> so, hang Mate, on. You, um, you, you get on your... Go, you're going to... Your wife? Is, is she a required <laughs> wife? Yes. Yeah, this is the state. We need to bring up this. What? We've got issues from Saturday. Photographic issues. From Saturday? From Saturday. What did I do Saturday? You went on, mate. What did your wife do on Saturday? Where did she I, want you to sit? I hope you were joking, Scott. Oh, no, she did. She did. Yeah, no, we, we went out for uh, for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm going to be honest here. Yeah, no, we went out for lunch and uh, so... Where were you? Or no, did you get it for free? Otherwise, don't give them a plug. No, I didn't get it for free. free. No, nah, well, don't tell us where it was Full then. odds. Nothing's for nothing. He's just, he's just taking a breath. He's just regrouping. <laughs> he's thinking, can Pardon I me? speak? Um... <laughs> And there was a table for uh, a table for eight. We've got our first part of these the podcast. <laughs> just, well, I don't want to be rude, Ralph. Uh, um, uh, there was a table for eight down there at South Wharf. I'm not giving the name of the venue because um, you know I'd, nothing's for nothing. Nothing's for nothing. It's pretty good though. And um, but if some if some restaurant would like to give us free food, well, <laughs> we are not averse to cash for comments. On Absolutely this show. not. No, Is cash for comments still illegal, Ralph. Mm, I don't know what that what in the radio in world. Podcasts. On the radio world, it's yeah. not a podcast. No, Nim, surely. surely not. No, no, absolutely not. Speak, Nim. Stop nodding and shit like that. All right, you look like one of those <laughs> bobble, bobble yeah. dolls. Anyway, um, so we were sitting at a table for six. Had the four kids and uh, the four adults, and uh, I got there and Nomsy was sitting there, and um, she said, "Sit here, love," and pointed to the chair next to her. Oh no! Uh, I went. What, what are you doing? And she goes, sit here. I said, um, no, no, I'll sit across the table from you. She goes, oh, okay, if that's the way you feel. Said, it's the way I feel. <laughs> and I'm going to have to tell the boys. And so I took a photo of her sitting next to an empty chair and I sent it to you too. So she wants me to fucking sit there. What is wrong with her? <laughs> so good. Well, listen, we love morning. gnomes. Yeah. She's amazing. But Star. she's on a, we're well on her way to becoming a required wife. She's had a written warning, Swanee. <laughs> That's the first one. Yeah, good. Twenty-four years. Yeah. So the follow-up question: <laughs> How many written night. warnings have you had? Uh, I've had I've had a few written warnings. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a Moss. thesis. Yeah. <laughs> Tolerant Moss. Yeah. You had a very late night, Scott. Uh, yes. Now I know yeah. what's happened is it started on Friday. Yep. But hang on. So when when back in probably back in the day when I didn't always leave early, and if I had a very late night, and I don't know those days. Sent straight to the spare room. I've known you for seventeen years now. I don't know those days. I would never have got a text <laughs> the next day after I get home, sort of not smelling the best, saying, yeah. "Would you like to meet me for a movie?" Yeah. How do you how do you do that? Or is just names a complete saint? Oh, because um, we've been we've been staying for the last three nights at the beautiful uh, Novotel on uh, South Wharf up there in my mate's apartment up the top there. We call it the Nimes Hotel. Yep. Magnificent hotel. So if you're coming to uh, Melbourne or you want an, uh, an escape, the Novotel, South Wharf. Beautiful. What are you doing there? Just a little staycation? Or are you just a little romantic yeah, getaway? Yeah, it was. Or? Just uh, out of the house. No, we've got the brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Oh, so Perth. there was no Blumpkins? No. <laughs> That's my wife, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, soon like to be ex if she keeps asking you to yeah. sit next to her at lunch. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not offended. I'm just saying that's my wife. As if I'm, <laughs> as so as no if I'm going to get one of them. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I hope she doesn't listen to this one. So, no, we're just having a little, yeah, just an, an escape. The yep. um, the brother-in-law and sister-in-law are over with their boys. And and um, so they're staying in the one across the hall. We're staying in the one this side. And uh, we've had a nice couple of days. Started on Friday night, though, in Sydney with the boys, Swanee. And mm. you were in a, yeah, an absentee. Yep. Yeah, you I missed were it. Just getting back. Ralphie's um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just showing me his phone. He's pretty excited that... Uh, Someone's just put $19.90 into a hump day account for a purchase. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's it for? I hope it's... What the fuck's nine eight ninety? Is that a stubby holding postage? Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, they have to be all sold out now, wouldn't they? Surely. Keeps ordering more. Mate, you got issues. It's not good. Anyway, I went to anyway. Sydney, Swanee, and um, we, you, were, cr- you were missed. We went to Mr. Wong for lunch. Oh, and, it's and lovely. Then rolled, it's a great restaurant. Yeah, it's a cracky. Never missed there. And then... Um, uh, halfway through lunch, I agreed to MC the Collingwood function. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> oh, real fucking well. <laughs> hey, try and say we'd like to welcome uh, everyone and major sponsors, just the little sponsors of the club, like the Emirates. No, yeah, like the <laughs> deputy head of Emirates Australia was in there, and. It's a, I flew to Dubai just so I could fly Emirates here tonight. That's how far I go to support our sponsors. Blah blah blah. Absolutely. Um, but then try and say uh, we'd like to welcome, uh, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodian owners of the land, yep. the Gadigal people of the Eora Nations. Well, you try and say that with respect after six hours at lunch. <laughs> Fucking hard. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I paid my respects properly. Are you now a required MC? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I think that'll be the last interstate trip I get. You're going to have to, yeah, you might have to go get a good figging for that. Yeah, but the only person who was happy, you would not believe how many people mentioned Ginger to me. Yes, yeah, but the only, the happiest person in the world was Chris Tarrant. Taz was supposed to even see it. Oh, really? Was and uh, halfway through, when Lecuria order starts ordering Negronis, uh, just one. We'll just have one. <laughs> you lying sack of shit. <laughs> and he's on the board, isn't he, too? <laughs> oh, he's a disgrace. Oh, absolute um, disgrace. There's a way of getting even, I think. I think we need to bring those two in for a special. Yeah, yeah. Liquor Lick, will say, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And you turn up 45 minutes late. Right. How yeah, he runs a company. Is he organised? Oh, please. How he I'm runs more organised than him. I'm not saying yeah, something. Yeah, yeah really. You're right. <laughs> hey, but Brad, listen, but as we're walking into the ground, I want to yell out. I had uh, three ladies come up to me. Yep. And you know what? I really hope I get this right. I'm only going to guess ages, which I'm not good at. No. <laughs> well, that, actually, you know what? I'm not going to guess ages, but they're older. You've got to go under, surely. They're, they're older than me um, by some years. Right. And this lady walks up, and they, they were making a beeline for liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just got bundled out of the way, but as I got bundled <laughs> out of the way, it was, Scott, this lady would have been... Oh, I don't want to say her age because I'm older than you. I'm, Does she listen? She's probably 15 years older than me. Mentally or physically? Means it starts with a six. Right. Or a five. <laughs> Just say it. Probably a six. <laughs> she, walks, she walks up to me and she goes, excuse me. I'm like, yes. You want me to take a photo of you and Paul? Yeah, okay. Here we go. <laughs> that old chestnut. Funniest podcast ever. I said, holy shit, you listen to our podcast? <laughs> she goes, I love it. 
me and my husband, we do a lot of road trips. We listen to it. We piss ourselves laughing. It was about 65. Isn't it extraordinary the women who are listening to this? And I'm loving it. And I said, oh, I'm so grateful. Thank oh. you very much for listening. And uh, and the of friends with it all listen. So, um, How many people do you reckon will introduce to a Blumpkin this week? And, <laughs> well, how many Blumpkins do you reckon Blumpkins in the world will go up? Yeah. 10%. <laughs> Blokes are sitting there now going, I've had Got one of them. I didn't know I was going to blow again. I've had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there's a couple of girls going, yeah, I was forced to give one of those. Yeah. Actually, there's a couple of... Uh... Well, people are very time poor these days. So, you know, well, people people are very time poor, you know, so they got to fucking kill two birds with one stone for as much in as they can. Oh, so... I just took a mouthful of water and that almost killed me. They are time poor. It's called multi. You what? Blokes can't multitask. Girls can multitask. <laughs> oh, anyway, Jesus. speaking of which, oh, people have hurts. a road Can't trip. wait to see what the next word of the week is going to be next week. Is that an hour yet? Are we done? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of three words. <laughs> just, just I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out for our listeners. Yeah. Glass bottom boat. Anyway, so oh, I'm gonna react some of nibs. Nibs has just pushed himself away from the desk. That must be that must be bad. Glass for bottom nibs boat. To push himself that's what away. he said. Glass oh. bottom boat. Is that when someone's lying underneath a glass yes, coffee table? From, yeah, it is, isn't it? From Steve and Betty. And so it on top of the. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you do the glass bottom boat? Indeed. What about a glass bottom bump blumpkin? The fuck is just combine all three of them. What's wrong with people? Oh, people aren't well, are they? No. Sick. It's a real oh. twisted units out there. From Stephen Vesti on oh, our Facebook page. Up, Please yeah. like us. The names, yeah. Under reviews. The names, you drop a shit on the no, no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you turn his microphone off? I don't understand what I building. just want to pass on thanks from Stephen Vesti. I drive a lot in Central Western Australia for work, and this podcast is great. Makes the drive enjoyable. Hope Swanee gets a break soon from his run of bad luck. Mate, it hasn't stopped. Yeah. Is that from? Stephen Vesti. Good on you, Steve. Safe travels out there, mate. Hey, Swanee, you might see him up in the Pilbara. If he's driving through Central, he might be on his way up to the Pilbara. Yeah, run me over if you don't mind. <laughs> Put me out of it. And then go, then drive right it to Melbourne and go to Sheen Panel Repair. Yeah, just in case there's a dent. He's like, well, that would be hitting me. Good. Happy, happy travels, Steve. Uh, drive safely out there, mate. Hey, um, Brad's got some required coach. We could do the Jock and Juno stuff and go through 8,000 different uh, analysis or just... Oh. Just get, that... to the, get to the good stuff. How'd you go with him as your assistant coach there, uh, Swanee? Uh, when was he assistant coach? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, well, no, pretty good. I think, well. Clearly oh, really well because Brad's got, clearly didn't speak to Swanee. No, Annoy him or do anything. No, I was going to say, well, I think it was around the top. He wasn't, was he there in a premiership years? No. I, I think I no, want to call DNF. He was there in 2010. He left in 2010, yeah. That was his first oh. year was 2010 at North. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, right, well, so well, I won well, I a couple of BNFs under him, a couple of All-Australians. So, yeah, he was my oh, midfield shit. coach. So, so well, basically, just... basically what you're saying there, Ralph, is as soon as he left, Collingwood came, became good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I loved Brad Scott. He was really good. He was um really good guy. Um, Got along well. He... he um. He coached me a little bit. He left me to my own devices, but you know That's there wasn't right. there wasn't a lot of assistance. You know, what could they really teach me? No, that ca- that came out wrong. Yeah, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. as you intended. Right, no, no, no. When I was a junior, obviously, when I was like young, first got drafted, yes. But when you get to like an established player, there's you know, you, for me watching oh, me on 
I don't know how am I going to phrase this without sounding. Oh, fuck All I it. heard of them was um, me watching me. Yeah, no, because so you have to watch your highlights or your your game review after, on a Monday. Yeah, mate. For me, I had no interest in watching myself get an uncontested handball on the wing and handball at someone. I just. It, didn't make me any better, so I just go in and go. Was there? Is there anything you need me to see? And they show me a couple of clips of me not chasing or anything like that. But that happened on the regular, so that wasn't a problem. Um, I was used to that. But um, yeah, no, the assistant coaches were great. Yeah, they're awesome. So I did a sporty with him earlier this year. The problem is, all right. Some yeah. assistant coach, sorry, Ralphie. Um, some assistant coaches are brilliant assistant coaches. Yes. Then they get the senior gig and they change. I'm not I saying think, Brett Scott. No. I, don't, I don't. I was never coached by Brett Scott, obviously. But um, um, I think Scotty was a really good coach. He had a really good footy brain. The problem is with North, they just I can't get anyone good there. Yeah, yeah. Like they can't get a big name. <laughs> like, apologies to the 44 currently on the list. Yeah, no, well, I can't they, get. They try no. to get Dusty and yeah. yeah. No, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And so maybe the, I don't know who their recruiter is, but maybe. I, should, I don't know. I don't know. What would I know? Work in his sales. But well, I was heading, I did a sporty with him earlier this year, and he said when he first got to Collingwood, because there was a little bit of lip in the grand finals, he he said he's what he had to start. He had to make up with a few blokes that he might have lipped off. At, and they were the good season. at it. Yeah. They were did, good at it, the Scott brothers. Did I he lip off at David King? You reckon? Oh, well, this is what we're so getting cool. to. Wrestling a pig. Yeah, but but I, don't, I just I don't Did, understand, right? Yeah. Well, I, he should have put his elbow straight through him. What was he going to do? Get sacked? Exactly. <laughs> What's well, King going to do? matter. King, well, you're not going to go to the MRO. But yeah, wrestling exactly. a pig, wrestling a pig again. Yeah. Great result for Kingy. But, well, it is, and Kingy now got a couple of days worth of material out of yeah. it and that sort of stuff. But uh, so I, I'm wrestling not, a pig. I'm sure Camo's done that on a couple of footy <laughs> trips back in the day. <laughs> 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 No, you mean, a, you mean, oh, you mean they've wrestled a pig with yeah. you. Yeah. So, wrestling a pig, like fighting with the media is like wrestling a pig in the shit. You're both going to end up with shit all over you, but the pig loves it. <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. That's, yep. the, that's, the, uh, that's the theory. But um, I just, I'm sitting there, I was on air on Saturday night um, doing uh, the Dreamtime game. So we were talking about it pre-game and talking about it post-game. I'm like... Who cares? Everyone's going, oh, it's unbelievable drama. But no, it's not. It's just two blokes having a crack at each other. Yeah. And, and good. Let them go. Happy days. Like it's not making like me out of molehills. It looked like he had some kind words for him when he jogged past him, too, yeah, I think. he did, didn't he? Something yeah. about a fire truck and, uh, and Rex yeah. Hunt. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't know what those really two have got. Rex on the commentary. Sure Rex's brother, Mike, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure what they've got to do with Kingy, but that's what he seems but to But I'm surprised that. That uh, that Brad said he'd never spoken to Kingy while he was coach of North, and then I thought, aha, he's come from the with his coaching background, not playing, but coaching background, come from the Mick Moldhouse school. Yeah, would Mick have spent a lot of time networking media and having coffees with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah, no, what, so. that wasn't in Mick's wheelhouse. <laughs> let me tell you, Mick. You know, you always talk to Mick and say, why, why do you hate the media so much? He goes, I don't hate the media. I hate fuckwit. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> okay, yeah. No problem. No problem. That's a good point. Good point you make, Coach. So it wasn't the media per se. It was the people in it. Because there are some coaches who, who do court the media pretty heavily. Oh, who absolutely network. they do. Mm. And and do favours for certain journalists, so journalists write the right things about. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. There are some players, believe it or not. They caught the media. They, they no are. way. Were you like that, Swanny? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No. Would you, well, would you text someone and say, "I'm about to go out. Come and pat me." Oh uh, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no. Well, they're, they're necessary evil, aren't they? Because you. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like if you tell them to get fucked, well then they just chase you harder and like will have a vendetta against you. But then if you, then it's hard to be nice to them if they write shit stories about you. So you really, you really just put your brain in a pretzel. You don't really know what to do. You're fucking having a bit each right way. Now, now your, your coach, your coach mentioned you in an article yesterday. Did you know that, Dane? Who bucks? I don't know, Mick. Mick, what did he say? Oh, what, what, what have I done this time? Well, here's the thing. He works, he's just written something about nice. He's talking about Christian Petrarca. For a player who offers so much with his flashes of brilliance, he's out of the games for far too long. He doesn't get enough of the ball. He can also shank it with the best of them. I'm not privy to his training reg- regimen, but I had two players at Collingwood who did a mountain of work behind the scenes at the oh. gym and on the treadmill in the altitude room so that helped them Swan- produce outstanding Man, results. Where does Swanee come into this then? If <laughs> I could suggest that Petrarca take the lead of Dane Swan oh. and Lee Brown and dedicate... Oh, fuck, don't punk me in Lee Brown's category. <laughs> To Lee Brown's eaten week. three pillows since he's been finished. <laughs> hey, um, hey, I've mixed up pillows. good. I've got a reputation. I pulled Mick. Come on, stop be saying that kind of stuff. <laughs> now, um, yeah. Well, for me, well, because I didn't like to train. Um, I out in the track. So what I would do is I'd I'd like to be in the in a warm room, like to so I just run in on a, on a treadmill, do some strides and do some sprints and get a sweat that way. Because for me, touching the footies that during the week wasn't a wasn't a big rap for. It didn't interest me, and it was too cold. By the time I warmed up, we'd finished anyway. So I'd literally run around with, I'd literally run around with the hands in my jacket. So that's how much I wanted to touch the ball. Hey, so there's no point. There's no point me being out there. Um, but what I would, it? no, I didn't. No. Um, you know, listen, I wasn't, I wasn't great at much on the field. But the one thing I, I guess the only skill that I had was the ability to get it. So that wasn't a problem for me. Um, I couldn't do anything with it. That's why I had to get it a fuckload because I needed it, <laughs> needed to have an impact on the game. <laughs> Um, but so one thing I did was just run on the tri- run on the altitude room and like we do like you know three four five hundred meter strides for half an hour just to build up that because I didn't like being out in the tracks it was cold and I don't like the cold and yeah the cold especially the cold water and the cold weather fair enough and it yeah, works it we worked all right for you maybe Christian Petrarca needs to look into that That's well it. if Melbourne want to give me a call I'm available for some advice um, at a fee you know. At a fee? Well, hey, nothing's, um, for, nothing's for nothing. Um, <laughs> if Melbourne would like to turn their season around, I'm, I'm here. I'm, well, I'm not here. I'm in Perth, but I'll I'll be back. Just before I go to Europe, I can sit down with them and just um, resurrect their career. Hey, Swanee. I'm fine with that. It's happened. My, well, worst, my worst nightmares happened, right? Now, I've been traded a few times. 
And uh, the mid-season drafts a scary proposition for me. The the idea of mid-season trading is a scary proposition. I've watched people on, in the NBA be traded while they're playing for somebody. <laughs> it's happened right now. Ralphie's had me replaced. We're halfway into the show this week. He's brought in a guest and he's asked me to leave. I've been traded. Mid, have we got? Mid, I've been traded midweek of my own fucking podcast. <laughs> this is. Tell you what, you can stay. You can stay. What's happened? Mate, I leave the joint for one week and the joint's gone to shambles. I've been asked to push away from the microphone. You've pushed yourself away away from the microphone a few times. Oh, go on, talk. Very serious things coming up now, Swanny. I'm going to back away. Which end is it coming out of? We, we have a guest in the studio, Dave. What's oh, your well, language, please? I don't know please? who it is. Love a young lady. Oh, lady. Okay. Whoops. Sorry about that. What's we haven't yet spoken. Language, please. We haven't yet spoken about your big, big selfless act that was announced last Friday. That you're going to slide down the MND slide on Queen's birthday, and we welcome Beck Danaher into the oh. studio. Hello, Beck. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. And uh, Swanny, if you're worried about the cold, just wait until the 10th of June. Yeah. Right, I'm waiting. I'm waiting as long as possible. Don't worry about that. I'm not <laughs> oh, cold. Me and cold water aren't friends. Um, not friends at all. But it's going to be a first for me anyway. It'll be the first ice bath I've ever done at the MCG. <laughs> so, so that'll be good. And I think it's going to be about negative two degrees. Just what? giving you a heads up about that. I'm staying in Perth then. I'm get, <laughs> is there a volcano over here yeah, where the um, flights don't go to Melbourne? Uh, well, Mount Agung. No, no one's what? ever brushed. No Mount one's Agung, ever brushed Neil Danaher. Volcano Bali, yeah. you peanut. Swanee, no one's ever brushed Neil Danaher. Yeah, and you. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I brushed his first call. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> what happened? Yeah, well, I didn't have his number. So I was sitting on the couch, and listen, I'm not a big rap for talking on the phone. Uh, um, a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, so um, I was sitting on the couch, and I, and also the other thing, I don't answer numbers I don't know because. Very cool. If you don't know, you don't talk. And I don't know who's going to be on the other line, and it could be anything <laughs> for anyone, especially with my track record. I don't need to be answering, <laughs> I don't need to be surprised with some. Can someone on the phone where I don't need to, where I haven't got me ducks in a row to tell them what lies I can tell. Um, so this, this is one of your ambassadors, Beck. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah it. well, I like it. Yeah. So this, so this, basically hiding from the law. Every time the phone rings, he's hiding. So this number comes up, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, and I can't be bothered answering this. No. Watching the blacklist, or so I was watching Netflix, or I was watching something, and then. A minute later, text, hey, mate, this is Neil Danaher. Thanks. I was like, uh, I've never felt like a bigger asshole in my life. <laughs> really? I was like, fuck me. I've just brushed Neil Danaher, one of the greatest of the Australian great men of all yeah. time. Of and blokes. I've just brushed him like an asshole. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so obviously I rang him straight back. And I was like, sorry, mate. I was on. He'd, oh, he'd be an avid listener of this podcast, wouldn't he? So I can't lie and say that I was on the phone. So, Neil, I know you're listening. Um, I apologize for brushing the call. But, um, yeah, I obviously called him straight back and said, sorry, mate. Um, and he asked me to be on this thing, and as much as I hate cold water, I've, you know, like I said on my in my Instagram post, of um, I've never spoken to a more inspirational or motivational man in my life. Um, I don't, I nor do I don't get starstruck ever, nor am I speechless. But for some reason, when Neil rang, I was like, "Fuck, I can't believe Neil Danner. I'm speaking to Neil Danner after all the stuff he's going cool. through and the fight he's put up against this disease. Um, for him to take his to take time out of his very busy schedule to to ask me to go down a 
a ridiculous slide for a couple of seconds. Well, you know, how do you say no? So very honoured to be a part of it. I don't know why he asked me. Um, but the one prerequisite I did ask of Neil is he has to come out with me on the Sunday night to make sure I'm home in time so I can get to the slide. <laughs> what do you think, Beck? I reckon it's uh, definitely up his alley. I reckon yeah. get him out. Get him yeah, out absolutely. on the town. So we'll, um, yep, yeah, that was my prerequisite. you got to come with me maybe to the Albion. I will look after him. Um, he won't have to pay for a drink, and then he'll have to get you have to drag me out of there at some reasonable hour so I make it to the slide on time. Hey, Beck, how's it been from your perspective? Obviously, this has grown from a an idea to try and raise a little bit of funds to a complete juggernaut. Yeah, it's been a a roller coaster. Really, we had no idea what sort of support we would get. We knew the AFL uh, community had just rallied behind the causes, but to see it in its fifth year. To raise over forty million dollars in the last wow, few years, it's just that's incredible, unbelievable, unbelievable. Has, has, um, has Neil ever been Australian of the Year? No, no, no. He's My nominated one. Surely we need to start. Was he nominated? He was nominated. He uh, Who did was get beaten by Melburnian of the Year. Yep. Okay. But, uh, if he's not Australian of the Year soon, I'll go. Hey, surely that who needs get, to happen. Who did he get, who did he get rolled by? I can't remember to be honest. You Someone, do. Sure. Someone let's, who was let's pretty them. significant too. No, nah. so, oh, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, Ralph. Oh, we'll, we Someone will be the judges. That was pretty significant too. <laughs> yeah. Now let's move on. No, let's find out who <laughs> was Australian of the Year. Nims, do something. Um, <laughs> find out who was Australian of the Year, the year that Neil was nominated, and uh, we, we're going to character assassinate them. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, so Beck, and from personal perspective, obviously it's your father, but now you've decided to take on the ambassadorship uh, alongside him. Yeah, well, it's been a fantastic journey to sort of be right beside him the whole way through. He is incredible. Like he's yeah. working so Absolutely. bloody hard. So here I am complaining about, you know, I'm being tired, work, work's tough. And then you see what he's doing. You're like, okay, I better shut up. <laughs> how's, he tracking, how's he tracking at the moment? He's good. He's good. You know, every day his body sort of, you know, lets him down a little bit more. Yeah. But, uh, is, that, yeah, is that how it is? Every day it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll never, essentially the way he sort of says it is, you know, each day he loses a little bit more of his, you know, yeah. ability to move to talk. Yeah. Um, you can definitely hear it in his voice a lot more, but... He's got a purpose, he's got a fight, and he Absolutely. will never be taken down. He'll yeah. be fighting to the he's end. He's an amazing, amazing man. He's the most amazing man I've ever come into contact with. It's incredible what he's doing. Are they um, are they any closer to finding a cure or anything like that for all the, the millions they've raised? Is there anything happening there? Yeah, I reckon this year is the first time that we can actually say we're, we're making progress. Um, Oof, we that's think, awesome. Yeah. The way that we talk about it is the beast is getting nervous. We call M&D a beast because yep. it is just a bastard of a disease. And so yep. the it's getting a bit nervous. We're making some breakthroughs. We reckon we're going to have awesome. an effective treatment and a cure in the years to come. So uh, That's incredible. Yeah. We couldn't have done it without the support that we've been getting from the Australian public. They've been unbelievably supportive. It's called the Neil Danaher, Neil Danaher cure, surely, if yeah. it, um, when it comes out. It's a funny thing. I'm... Pretty broken today, but I'm actually getting quite emotional <laughs> just thinking about that and finding a cure for it would be incredible. But I don't reckon um, Neil's the sort of bloke who was universally loved, right? Bef- mm. Before he was uh, before he was afflicted <laughs> with this beast, um, and it's only gone to another level. There's certain people who can seriously make a difference, and he's one of them. He was a universally loved, old man. And he's just a, an absolute superstar. And that, that's why it is such a, a juggernaut This uh, that we get behind it, the, the freeze MND. And uh, um, and I ask everyone, you know, you know, all our interstate listeners too, jump on, get your beanie. Uh, it's not Absolutely. just for people who are going to the MCG. Get your beanie and uh, you can get behind it. 
Beck, um, one of my best mates has recently been diagnosed and he's now dealing with that. Uh, I've got another friend who's lost a wife. Um, and I, I just setting that to the question of how much, how many people does it touch in that respect? You know, how, how rare a disease is it? So we say every day two to three people are diagnosed with MND and every day two to three people lose their life. So before dad was diagnosed, I had no idea about, about it at all. Yeah. Um, it was quite a shock reading, you know, I Googled it and read what the life expectancy was and, uh, yeah, massive shock. But ever since then, you start talking to people and you realise it's not as rare as you expect. So many people are touched by this disease and it makes a big impact to their life, seeing those people go through what they're doing. But we just got to find, got to find that cure, got to find that treatment because we don't want more and more people being diagnosed with this beast of a disease. Dane said about the, the inspiration that Neil's been, as did Scott. <coughs> Excuse me, but what's, right. what's it been like to, to you when one of these talks of the Melbourne boys that was put on YouTube that was just amazing, but he said it, it gave him no interest or, or, or his wheelhouse to, to go for trips around the world and to see various locations. He wanted to do something with his time. Yeah, absolutely. He knows that, unfortunately, we probably won't find that answer in his lifetime. He knows that. He's fighting for everyone. He'll be diagnosed in the future. And what this does is, you know, when he got diagnosed, there was no treatments, there were no clinical trials, so there was essentially nothing to do. This is our way of fighting back. This is Dad's way of giving the finger to the beast and just charging yeah. ahead. And, and, and from from you personally, what sort of surprised you about the the, uh, the way all of society, as Scotty said, it's now interstate as well, but the way Melbourne as a community is really embracing, not just the footy club. Yeah, so it's, it's incredible the support that everyone has put behind this. Um, you know, Dad's always just been my dad, so I haven't really before this knew the amount of respect that he has, for, um, that people have for him. So to have the Melbourne public join us in this crusade each and every year. We're in our f- fifth year. Unfortunately, research, it is just a slow thing. We can't speed it up. We're trying to do as much as we can. But each, every year, people come, they donate, they get their beanies. You see them year-round. It's oh, I'm speechless with is, it. Is there a um, some sort of theme this year going down the slide of Swanee? You have to dress up as someone like... Um, I'm dressing up. Are you? Yeah, but you'll we find out, you obviously you find out you game day. Um, right. I'm wearing a wetsuit. Nah, not, not, no wetsuit allowed. <laughs> Pardon? Nah. Yeah, he's going to wear a wetsuit and say, oh, Mick Fanning. I'm just yeah. it was Mick Fanning. Neil told Clever. me no oh, long yeah. sleeves. And I've said, okay, Neil, no long sleeves, but I'm wearing a wetsuit, an old scuba diving helmet <laughs> and old some school. gloves. And yeah, absolutely. Do you know uh, who, no, uh, do you know who beat Neil? I'd love to wear Neil? that, but I'm not. Uh, do you know who beat Neil to Australian of the Year? Go on. Who? What a joke this is. Alan McKay Sim, who, who looks a lot like the bloke out of Roadhouse, you know that that cool dude that Patrick Swayze's not nah, Patrick Swayze's mate, right? Uh, I know his name. He's a super superstar. Looks a bit like him, so that gets him votes. But he's done bugger all this bloke. He's an Australian biomedical scientist. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> hold, on, uh, hold on, what's a biomedical scientist? <laughs> well, he specialises in adult stem cell research. I mean, who doesn't? No. It's like the Jeez, easiest God. of research. Um, and, Nerd. Yeah, massive. <laughs> And some of his you know, research uh, focuses on um, olfactory ensheathing cells. I mean, duh. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, who what doesn't know about olfactory ensheathing cells? <laughs> Scram. Right, anyone can do that. You know, yeah. There are cells in the human nose, Swanee, in case you were sure, that yeah. in, interact with the nervous system that, that uh, causes a sense of smell. 
From our We've ins- all got one of them. We've all got a got a nose. Alan McKay seems fairly oh. coming. Yeah, you know what? He may have helped. Ashamed, he may have though. helped some paraplegic bloke move again. But other than that, sure. other than what's that, he done? On our Instagram, ashamed, we put, other than the aqueduct, we put Swanee <laughs> and the roads. Swanee, when the announcement was there, uh, got a few messages from Camo. Bloody legend, keep up the good work from Steve. Swanee's now a required slider. Yeah, uh, he's a listener. Um, from yeah. and this is a bit minus two. You said Beck, Jesus. <laughs> Demo. Oh my goodness, that's cold. Bottle of Gatorade and vodka by the slide. <laughs> now well, Beck, you don't. I'm gonna know. have to have a couple of them to warm the cockles yeah. of the heart. Swanee's <laughs> previously used that in his recovery session. The get, yeah, absolutely. Hence the Gatorade and vodka. So, uh, but uh, Neil did re- uh, describe you as a bit of a rascal, Swanee. Well, well, it's rascal, fits, I guess. But rascal, um, rascal. Yeah, no, rascal. Well, we like you're to have a bit of fun with it. You're the sort of person so. that says. Castle as well, aren't you? Sometimes. Fucking Dance castle, mate. Prance, Speak properly. Yeah. Dancing or dancing? Yeah. It's dancing. Dance. Right. We're not from Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Plant and grant. <laughs> so it's fightmnd, Beck. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Fightmnd.com.au. .org.au. Like all our listeners to donate, I know we know times are tough out there and you know not a lot of people, some people are struggling, but just give whatever you can because it's an amazing cause. And if you want to see me go down the slide, I'll expect all of our listeners to donate a dollar or whatever you've got because it all counts. Or buy a beanie. Yeah, well, some people can't afford $20, but if you can't, donate whatever you can um, because you're going to see me look like an idiot going down the slide and yeah. say, what, well, I can't jump high, but you watch me jump out of that pool as soon as I get into it. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Beck, thank you, you Come on, why aren't you going down it? Because you're going to be a celebrity. Oh, well, and I guess all the all the water would empty out, wouldn't it? So I see you asked a question that you knew you what? had an answer to, you wanker. What, <laughs> what do you mean? That's mean and nasty. Don't fat shame me like the Qantas flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, listen, we have, was to, you. we have to read some things out from our listeners that I don't want Beck to hear. So yeah, Beck, why? off so, your trot quickly. Sure you don't want Beck to stay. For, Thank you. for your innocence and your purity. But we're going to press pause. We're going to press pause right now. Nims, pay attention, mate. And we're picking it up here. We had to take some photos with Beck. What a star she is. Oh, seriously, I, in all seriousness, there, just talking about Neil and where it is, I was close to actually some tears there. And I, uh, I'm actually, I was going to apologise. I don't need to apologise for that. But um, it's just, they're beautiful people. All the Danahers across the board are just fantastic people. They're a beautiful family. And um, it, it really sucks that this thing has, uh, has hit Neil. But, exactly. Um, he will. He will find. Um, he they will find a cure for this. Unfortunately, probably not in Neil's Absolutely. lifetime, but they will find a cure for it thanks to him and a lot of people and the generosity of all of Australia. Absolutely. Just before MND we get- needs a serious figging. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we get yeah, to some messages from our social, Swanee, you put us on me on Instagram when we were the number four podcast in the country. We got two. Two of the top three were Maddie Johns. Yeah, and, and yeah. you've gone on Instagram and said, "Come on, Johns, you give us a hand." And what? What's he come back to you with? Uh, he said he's going to lay, play, lay dead for a while. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty um, good of him. So, so we'll see how we go this week. Otherwise, I don't want him to lie to me. Because I, I actually, before this podcast came about, I actually did one with Warney and Joey Johns, but um, just about like you know war stories and stuff like that. But Warney's management, I don't think, I'll let it come through. <laughs> Well, you reckon this one was bad? You've just seen the shit that was getting talked on on that one. So I don't think um, I think Warney and Joey got TV gigs. So I think I don't think their respective TV partners were real happy with some of the chat that was going on in it. So, yeah. but so but, so I've got an in with I've got an in with the Johns. But yeah, they said many said let's do a thirty for thirty at the end of the year in October. Yeah, what's a thirty with, for thirty? This is the bit. It's like a 
30 okay. beers. Yeah, he 30 said 30 stories. stories and 30 beers. I said, well, I jumped on there and said, why, we, why don't we do something we're not doing already? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm down. Podium. Absolutely. Yeah. Right um, his podcast's on TV. He's, he's killing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's on TV. Why aren't we on TV at yeah, 7.30? Ralph, why aren't we on TV at 7.30 in the evening? Yeah. You fucking wanker, Ralph. Why aren't we? <laughs> how, would that have, how would that have looked so far this morning with you, Scott? <gasps> Not enough makeup in all of Australia to get me on telly tonight. From David O'Donoghue from Facebook. Please like us. Hump Day with Scotty and Tony. <laughs> do, you when... Joey, do you reckon Matty listens to us? He is, so. now. he is now. The shout out to Matty Johns, yeah. yeah. When, the TV show, weeks, <laughs> when the TV show gets off the ground, is Swanee going to continue in the role of travel advisor? I'd love to see the footage of that. Absolutely. Um, there's no uh, doubt. There's a show on channel but, something called Travel Guides. I can't see why I couldn't be. Oi, let me the, just tell you something. A, uh, a, tra- a travel segment is very, very sponsorable. <laughs> oh, my word, it is. Very Absolutely. sponsorable, brother. Mate, I'll travel down to Albury. Don't if worry you, about if, that. If you could make it a, a, a cash sponsorship instead of uh, Contra. Because Ralph and I will get fuck all out of that. So uh, <laughs> please make it financial. Speaking Absolutely. of sponsors, oh, mate, nothing's for nothing. We're here thanks to Sheen Panel Service 1300 Repair. They're celebrating 50 years this year, but more importantly for you, a great family owned business. They've got 26 panel shops, all types of replacement vehicles. If you are in a bingle, 1300 Repair, and they will look after you there. Just mightily fine, Scott. And, and Sam the, Worthington's in one. What? what? Sam what? Worthington's in one. He's in a Sheen. Oh, he's in a bingle. Fuck. Oh, yeah. See how slow what? I am today. I didn't see that one in <laughs> He's constantly in and out of them. Yeah, <laughs> constantly, exactly. constantly in and out oh, of them. I am. Um, <laughs> all of us are sitting there going, what is it? Sam Worthington? What the hell? Um, geez, that took us a little while. Um, but Sheen uh, also. It is Wednesday um, somewhere, though, so it doesn't It's fucking not. <laughs> okay. Don't upset me. Sheen also, Ralphie, um, and what we love about them, not only do they make it easy to get your car fixed, but they also give back as well. So, you know, obviously last week, we mentioned last week, but Variety. Variety, sensation. Uh, they, uh, they don't pocket it all. They give it oh. back and make a fantastic contribution to uh, to worthwhile so that, causes. All of a sudden, this podcast is dealing with two charities. <laughs> we are absolute gentlemen. <laughs> what, what, we, we should be canonised soon. And the soon. third charity is a third charity. Yeah, my, my pop. <laughs> <laughs> the Scotty and yeah, yeah. Foundation. <laughs> Charity starts at home. Fucking oath it does. From Nicola Stephen. Scotty, what would you rather? Nicola. Fig once or be forced to watch an entire season of marriage, Married at First Sight? Hashtag Ooh. challenge for Scotty. <laughs> Nicola, you go peel yourself some ginger right now for me <laughs> and uh, let's get this over and done with. <laughs> I will not sit through a whole season of maths. From Tim, for Swanee, can you talk us through your theory on how you get more potato chips out of a packet of chips? Props may be required. What? Well, it's very simple. It's like how you get more pizza. Don't break it. Um, cut it into more oh. Yeah, exactly. You just, just crush the bag of chips up and voila, you have more chips. Last longer. Um, it's quite simple math. I'm saying with pizza, cut it into more slices, you get more pizza. It's, it's science, guys. Who's the... Uh, Absolute science. It's but but. Crunched up chips are no good. They're shit out. I like the big you ones. Get, you get more, though. Can you just check out the door, please, Scott? Has Beck left? Can you just check? It comes heavier. Beck. Oh, she's gone. Oh, she's gone. From Philip White. After oh, doing man. a grog bog in the morning, is it okay to jump oh. straight to the shower and hose yourself? Wash yourself. Absolutely. Depends if you finish the blumpkin or not. <laughs> 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 He's um, 
You would have had one this morning, wouldn't you have come A blumpkin? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. An AGB? Um, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, did you hit the backboard of, or did you uh, swish it? I've got a real aversion. From Mr. Food, Camp. If you start get me talking about it, I will throw up. From Mr. Camp. <laughs> Scotty, how's the no sugar diet going? It, well, <laughs> not well. Uh, but I haven't had, I've been off and I haven't had bickies or chocolates or lollies or anything like that. So. Alcohol. Well, that doesn't count. I said from the get-go that that's not included. It's just a little bits and pieces. From Benny Baker. Swanee, have you ever considered coaching? <laughs> coaching what? <laughs> Blumpkins. <laughs> yeah, well, well, absolutely. That's not how you do it. <laughs> from, from Ash. Um, uh, no, not yet. But, you know, down the track, um, if someone wants to employ me to be like a specialist midfield coach, well, I think Wayne Carey was the, was the, was the probably the best coach that we had um, at Collingwood in our time assistant coach. I think he was on about 100 grand. He was there probably two days for the year. <laughs> so yep. um, so if I can get that kind of role somewhere, fucking put me down. Yep. I'm ready to go. But um, but hey, babe, listen, I'm available at a price. I'll do anything. So maybe I may become a coach. From Ash, tips for a first time of cruising through the States, specifically my first stop is Vegas. Seeing as how you're a seasoned veteran in that department. Oh, good luck. Is that his first time in the um, States, is, the, is it smart if your first stop uh, to be Vegas or do you need to warm up into that? If you want it to be your last stop, yes, yeah, absolutely, because yeah. it'll be your first and last. Um, could break him. Well, it will, it will tips. Well, um, it depends who he's going with. If you're going with your missus, then it'll be a lot easier than if you're going with a group of the boys. Um, just be prepared. It's... Be prepared um, to supersize the shit out of everything. Yeah. Be mate. prepared. And then, you know what? Don't and you be... don't sleep in, but they pump oxygen through. Like, yeah. Just just buckle up and oh, use, that, ac- too, and use that accent. Oh, yeah, use it to your advantage. Um, also, too, let, don't be adverse to a uh, cheeseburger for breakfast. I mean, that, that's no, perfectly well, natural over there. When in Rome, exactly. done. From uh, Trevor's, does Gary Ablett deserve a three-year jail term if he's suspended by the MRO mixed list? Hashtag mixed list. More the point, if he gets suspended, does that mean your manager will start being interested in you again? Well, probably. Um, no, you'll have, to, you'll have to run down and Geelong to cuddle him to make sure he's all right and get on the front foot. Also, I'll get even more scraps. Has to go, um, doesn't he? Has he, to go. He won't get His suspended. Has no, to go. Pickers? No. no. Oh, Pickers, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> what's your manager doing? Come on, is he interested in a, in a young up-and-coming podcast person? <laughs> Look, listen, I, I, I wouldn't suggest my manager picks you up because uh, that would be another rung down the list I go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he's got – the only time he calls me is because he gets me confused with his key client, uh, Scotty Cam. So, so <laughs> he rings me. He goes, I go, G'day, mate, how are you? He goes, oh, Fuck. Rung the wrong one. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, how are you? No, I'm only joking. Gee, great man. From Brad, just wondering if the boys have any idea of what the first bloke who discovered that you can get milk from cow's udders was actually trying to do with that cow. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. It really <laughs> that, is a good question. That is a very good question. It was that was very that was very well thought out. What um, was he Brad, trying to do? Suckling on the teat, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, lucky he wasn't trying to get a chalky milkshake. But, oh. Oh, <laughs> don't, man, not far. today. I can't today. I can't do it. <laughs> We're going to double question here from Aaron and from Jamie. Uh, should toilet paper be hung over or under the roll? And from Jamie, over. is it folded or scrunched? Over. 
Over and scrunch. Over and scrunch. You can tell a lot by a person. Who has time to fold it? Fuck, give us a spell. And and who wants to be so clinical in that department? Unless you're getting a blumpkin and you have to be nice and like just fold it up. If you're giving a blumpkin, yeah. If we had time. I'd ring Sam Newman. In fact, we might get him next week because he's well. He gets angry if people, yeah, it's he over under with a toilet toilet roll. Yeah, he just reckons you, you, you're ill bred if you face it the wrong way. It has to be over. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. over. It's just it, like he actually just like if, cause what he's, my, my, my great mate, great mate of mine, uh, Mary, brother to Fitty, uh, has a theory. That uh, he mentioned it to me, and, and I'm thinking of Swanee's one ply debacle last yeah, week in oh Vegas. Right, the one ply. If, thing is just coming good. <laughs> if, you, if, if the one ply, your finger pokes through, the next time you go to grab the, sh- the next sheet, uh, there's stains on the wall. <laughs> because that's why it has to be over, facing out. Right? Oh, God, this is sickening. What From Thomas. The source go in the fridge or in the pantry? Only one correct answer. Oh. Fridge for mine. Pantry. Oh. Well, oh. well, I don't actually get any say because my missus fucking is in the kitchen. She does it all. So when I put shit back and I get yelled at for putting it in the wrong spot, so my missus puts it in the fridge. So that's where it goes. I think you'll find it, Ralphie, on the uh, squeezable bottles. Yep. It does say refrigerate after opening. Yeah. Nah, my, my nan kept- Fridge. Six years she kept one in the, in the all my All my, li- all my life the, the sauce has been in the pantry and- my missus puts now. the Vegemite in the fridge too. I don't know. Is that mine too? All right. Yeah. Okay. Told we're going to wrap it up. That's all right. Told... Me t- man, I got eight tips this week. Did he, just write, a, a, did he write a so note just, and just pass before, it to you and say, just before we wrap get the Swanee's tips? Why can't you just say, wrap it up? <laughs> just before we get the Swanee's tips. He's mute. He's Helen Keller. <laughs> I'm giving Katie Price the G Train award. No, you're not giving yes, Katie Price. She's not going on yes, G Train. She's a, she's a fraud. She took a photo of herself standing on a chair. Bet she took the photo of herself. Like she for her cross, she yeah. was standing on a chair to make herself look taller and better in the shot. Oh, that's G Train. She's not award. going on G Train award. No, <laughs> Where are she's tips? a fraud. All right, your so tips are shit, mate. Swanny, fuck off! I got Swanny for this week. I got tips. Sorry, we got to go. Fuck off, you, you midget. <laughs> I'm getting them out at some stage. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.